Hey guys, I'm Dr. Selim Parekh, the Fantasy Doctor with the FantasyDoctors.com. This is our weekly NFL podcast, and we are here the night before opening day, which is tomorrow, Eagles versus Falcons. Um, I'm joined by my co-host, Dr. Jesse Morris. Uh, Jesse, you excited? Oh, I'm super excited. I, it's, I, I can feel it. We're less than 24 hours away, even though uh, my team is not playing tomorrow night because uh, they unfortunately failed to show up in the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> I will, I, I, I'm just happy that it's real football, meaningful football that's being played. Hey, meaningful football is being played, and you and I are about to get way busy, uh, busier than we already oh, yeah. are. So we've got lots to talk about, and tonight we're going to start off with quarterbacks. And, and guys that we've kind of already touched upon, but I think it's important to talk about for fantasy owners before week one. And I'm going to start off with Sean Watson. Has the ACL, isolated injury, 9 to 11 months to return to play. He's scheduled to start, obviously. Um, my concern risk for him is, is low in and of itself as, as a ACL, but with his history of a second ACL tear, it's a little bit higher, but I still think that he should be fine this season, barring any major twist. Your thoughts on that one? Yeah, I mean, this this guy is fantastic in terms of talent. We know that he's loaded with talent. He obviously proved it last year when he went on a crazy run of four or five weeks or whatever it was where he was just unstoppable and, and, and just putting down crazy numbers, three, four, five touchdowns a game. Obviously, the problem lies in that um, – a, he's coming back from ACL, but not only his first one, but his second one. So now it's not just one leg that's a, a bum leg, uh, say like a Sam Bradford who had t- two ACLs on one leg, but now he's got both legs. So uh, you, you and, and you have to kind of step back. He, he's putting up numbers that are very, very difficult to sustain. I mean, even the top quarterbacks uh, to ever play the game were not sustaining these numbers. So is it possible that he goes back in and sustains? Yes, but... I, I just think he's going to have some regression to the mean. And for him, along with that injury risk, I, I, that's why I kind of wanted nothing to do with him as high as his ceiling is because I just like someone safer. For the Texans, um, I think that obviously they have to roll the dice because he allows them to be uh, a potentially a playoff team. And right. it, it allows their, their team is much better with him than without him. So let's put some numbers behind this because the Fantasy Dose, which is our analytics site, did launch this weekend. And all of you watching and listening can have full access to it at FantasyDose.com where we do lots of cool analytics from what we call the FDX score, which is the health of a player, to the FDVX score, which is the value these guys bring week to week. We actually have the likelihood of scoring a certain number of points from week to week. And for Deshaun, it's about a 30% chance that he's going to be between 12 and 18 points and about a 25% chance that he's 18 to 24 points. So if you look at that, that's about over 50% chance that he's going to give you at least 12 up to 24 points. That's high value. He ranks number six for us for quarterbacks this week. Oh, yeah. And the good thing about it is that the the thing about the fantasy dose is that it's, it's unbiased from a human perspective in that it's computer algo-driven. Uh, I can't say, oh, I want to uh, tweak the results to, to get it in my favor. Like, we, there, we can't do that. We don't do that. So the fact that he's number six, despite all these injury risks and, and whatnot I just spoke about, is obviously a very good sign. Um, they have him 
uh, at, I'll, I'll call them an excellent rating, which is a very the best uh, basically rating you can get for um, for uh, quarterbacks or for any player actually. Uh, so I, the fantasy dose algorithm is saying play him this week. Yes, um, obviously log on for you know full details because it's hard to describe all the stuff that it has on it. Yeah. Well, somebody who's not playing this week, and we all know it, is Carson Wentz. He's not even clear for contact um, um, uh, interactions or contact uh, uh, practice. So the real question becomes, and you and I have been talking about this right from the beginning, that it was very unlikely for him to make the start of the season. The real question is, when does he come? And your guess is as good as mine, but I will tell you, ACL plus a lateral collateral ligament means not 9 to 11 months to return to play. I'm guesstimating maybe deep in September or mid to late October for us to see him. Obviously, it depends when he gets cleared for contact. You, what's your take? Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, um, I'm down on the Eagles as a whole, actually. Um, and a lot of it has to do with uh, some possible Super Bowl hangover. Uh, a lot of it has to do with Wentz. Uh, and Jeffrey alike. So for Wentz in particular, we know he has the ACL. That's pretty straightforward. We also know he had an LCL. But I've heard some rumblings that he might have had a posterior lateral corner. Now, obviously, if that is true, which obviously I didn't examine him, you didn't examine him, and we didn't see the medical records, uh, nor should they be allowed. We allowed to see those or talk about them. The if that's true, even if it's mild, this is a big deal. Uh, we saw a video earlier this week of Wentz practicing, and he, he looked pretty good, but he didn't look ready yet. Uh, and and I obviously, obviously the coaches and the medical staff agreed because they didn't clear him. So I think he's still at least a couple weeks out. I think depending on how bad Foles looks, they may push his timeline up or hold him back, unfortunately, um, yeah. as opposed to just kind of letting him uh, rehab appropriately uh, against the not against the clock. Well, obviously, Foles' success buys time for once. That's very clear. If Foles falls, now suddenly there's a tremendous amount of pressure on Wentz to get back sooner, which is unfortunately a, a higher risk for his knee. So we'll see how that plays out. But talk about higher risk. Andrew Luck coming back this season, expected to start preseason, didn't throw the deep ball. In fact, um, there's some data that w- that you know, you've dug up, and I want you to talk about that. Where um, he's really not throwing very deep at all. Even the mid range is not great. So from a uh, a fantasy dose perspective, from our analytics, he's only in the very good range for quarterbacks for this week because he's unproven for the last year and a half. And in mm-hmm. fact, he didn't even hit our top ten list of quarterbacks for this week. What are some of those data points that have you concerned from the preseason? Yeah, so uh, I, I want to give proper credit, but I don't know where I found it because uh, I'm on Twitter so much. There's so many people commenting. They have great different things that I, you know, I look at them, but I don't remember where they came from. But one of the things that I noticed was for in 2015, his average depth of target in the regular season was 10.2 yards. Pretty good. Then in 2016, it was 8.9. So it decreased a little bit. And we know he was dealing with the shoulder injury at that time. Obviously, we don't have any 2017 data because he's over 600 days out since his last official pass. But in 2018, preseason, he's at 5.7 yards. So almost half of what he was doing in 15 and, you know, uh, I'd say a third to a little bit more than a third from two, from his 16 regular season. Yes. I know he's still getting the rust off, 
but at the same time, he his mechanics don't look 100% sound yet. He's he's probably trying to work through some, uh, you know, adhesive capsulitis, uh, maybe a little bit in there, more like a frozen shoulder uh, type of situation where he may just not have A, the strength, and B, the flexibility and the range of motion that he needs to get that ball deep. Uh, Hilton is really dependent on him for for that deep ball, in my opinion. Um, and, and I think Doyle will be fine either way, but I think he'll be much more effective if uh, Luck has that deep ball. So I don't think he has it yet, which is why, A, uh, I didn't draft him, and B, he, uh, I would not start him this week unless you really don't have any other ch- uh, choice. Yeah, for sure I would not start him at all. He's got to prove himself to me. So in terms of level of concern, who's your least concern out of these three, and who's your most concern? I am least concerned about Watson. I think he is the healthiest of the three, um, probably because he was the most straightforward of the three injuries. Um, uh, then I would go Wentz because we know what he has, but we just, he just needs a little more time. The issue with Luck, which is most concerning, is we don't know if he'll ever get back to what he potentially was or could have been. You know, I mean, he's already done a significant amount of rehab to get him to this point, which I applaud him for. But the problem is we don't know if he takes a hit, gets driven to the ground. If he suffers a new labral injury, what happens? Right. Right. Absolutely. So I I think uh, my level of concern is exactly like yours. And so I think time will tell. We'll know more. Uh, We for sure will know more next week on our podcast to talk about it some more. Um, Guys, if you like the content, give us a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel on YouTube, hit the little bell, uh, on the on the podcast as well so that uh, you get notified when we have new videos and subscribe to our podcast and leave us some reviews so other people can find uh, the content that you may think is so valuable for your team, for your players, for uh, just following NFL sports. Um, until next week, I'm Dr. Parekh and Dr. Morris signing off. Take care, guys.